Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of How to Watch a Movie as a Christian. I'm Riley. How to Watch Pinocchio 2022 as a Christian. Now listen, I'm here. It's an emergency. I couldn't wait for the other guys because... Oh no, hold on a sec. It's Ben. Hey, what's up, Ben? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm at home. Yeah. Oh, you, we, we were going to shoot it, but I don't know. <clears throat> I'm just feeling kind of sick. I'm feeling a little bit under the weather. Hey. Oh. Oh. What are you doing? Oh, I, nothing. I was just... I'm at home right now. I'm feeling a little under the weather. I couldn't wait for you guys. Why? What are we talking about? Well, I had to make an emergency episode of How to Watch a Movie as a Christian because I just watched Pinocchio 2022. Wait, but we haven't watched it. That looked good. Did you like it? It, looked, it did look good. Um, well, that's what I wanted to talk about because I didn't want to disappoint you guys. It might be the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Pinocchio 2022 just came out. Just dropped on Disney Plus. Directed by Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, starring Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. I mean, what could go wrong? Yeah. Like, it's a story about a puppet and a puppeteer, and he becomes a boy at the end. It's this okay. sweet thing. Yeah. That. Uh, let me just stop you right there. This is the problem. And so we're talking about how to watch Pinocchio 2022. Yeah. As a Christian, and, and here's kind of the question that I would say about how we should watch this movie. And the question is this. What's the point of this movie? What is it doing? What is it saying? What's the purpose? Why does it exist? And frankly, uh, I don't know why this movie exists. Well, Pinocchio... Not the perfect boy, redeems himself in the end, turns into a real boy. No. Wait. He does. No. He does. No. So you're telling me Pinocchio, at the end of Pinocchio, does not turn into a real boy. No. He does not turn into a real boy. No. So what's the point? That's of, the question. Of the movie. Well, okay, but... Tom Hanks is good in it. He's definitely doing an impression of Tom Hanks as a Italian stereotype. Okay, but it's like a cool it's like live action so the whale scenes act like really cool though. No. Dude, the whale scenes are monstro, right? The whale, he has all these tentacles. He's got <laughs> literally wings like bird wing for fins. He's a whale. No. Surely they got the scene of Pinocchio lying to the blue fairy, right? In this version of Pinocchio, and I'm not kidding you, Pinocchio lies, but not about what he's done wrong. He lies about his emotions. He says, I don't really want to be famous. It's like a weird searching his heart, not understanding himself trash. But his nose grows, and Jiminy Cricket, you know, the, the cricket, cricket, is on the end of his nose. And in this scene, and I kid you not, 
Pinocchio decides to lie on purpose. No. no. To no. what? No. To Jiminy. No. PJ. Hey, hey. PJ, no. come back here. No. I mean, it's pretty bad. Okay, well. So what is it about? See, here's the thing. Every story, in my opinion, should have a reason to it. No! Gosh, you scared me. Wow. Every story should... (laughs) (laughs) Every story should have a reason to exist, Mm -hmm. right? Whether that's... I mean, what would be the reasons to exist of a movie? Uh, to tell you something, to comment on something, to, um, I mean, I'm sure most of it is you're telling a story of something by telling a different story. Yeah. Yeah. Or some of them, like, uh, ha- we talked about with Nope, have commentary mm-hmm. on issues, right? Yeah. Um, others of them, like we talked about Rings of Power, kind of uh, explore different uh, virtues different ideas and stuff like that. Every story has a reason to exist. Some of them, like, um, I think a good example is Lady Bird, is a great movie from a few years ago. And it's really just an exploration of certain characters. Very small. It's very, like, it builds empathy. You go, oh, those kinds of people. Mm-hmm. I, I know those kinds of kids. And oh, it's interesting what they're going through. You know what I mean? It kind of builds empathy uh, for certain types of people. But... But the point, or some movies uh, want to scare you. Mm-hmm. Some just want to entertain you. But yeah. at least it's a reason to exist. Here's the thing. Pinocchio was written in the 1800s by an Italian author. Can't remember his name. It's like Carlotti or something like that. I read the book uh, a few years back. And Pinocchio is a fairy tale. It's like, it is a morality story. Mm-hmm. You have this character who's made of wood, who desperately wants to become a real boy, whose creator, Geppetto, wants him to become a real boy. And yet, in order to become a real boy, he has to show himself worthy. It's a story of growing up. It's a story of growing up. And and how do you grow up? How do you become a fully functioning, mature adult? You make the right choices. Mm -hmm. You show yourself. You learn. You learn. You learn right and wrong. You treat people well. You give yourself in sacrifice. So um, the story of Pinocchio is of him making the wrong decision over and over again. Now, in the old 1940 Disney version, uh, it's definitely distilled down to its essence. And Walt Disney made it very palatable and marketable. Like, it is a beautiful story. Uh, But the book is actually really insane. It's intense. He, uh, Pinocchio is made, his first thing that he does is he kicks Geppetto in the face. Uh, when Jiminy Cricket shows up to try and like guide him, mm-hmm. uh, Pinocchio grabs a hammer and smashes him, <laughs> kills him. He doesn't come back. Whoa. Yeah, so it's intense. Oh, that's different. Very different. So Walt Disney took this morality story mm-hmm. about this kid who is wayward, hooligan, learning how to become a real boy. Mm -hmm. And he distilled it down to its essence. He made Jiminy Cricket a crucial character, called him a conscience. Mm -hmm. Always let your conscience be your guide. But he still got the heart of the story. But there's this heroic moment, isn't there, where he rescues his father from the belly of the beast? Which is the only thing he does well, right? His, His father goes to look for him, 
ends up swallowed by Monstro the whale Mm -hmm. in the belly of the beast. And Pinocchio, in his one last ditch effort to do the right thing, goes out to sea and rescues his father. And in doing so, he ends up unconscious in the shallows of the beach, dead. Pinocchio gave his life to help his father. And in doing that, he earned the right to, to be a become real boy. a boy. To become a, a real boy. boy. And the blue fairy from afar, you know, turns him into a real boy. Yeah. So why does Pinocchio exist? What's the purpose of this story? What have we learned? From the one I haven't seen or the one I have seen? The one you have seen. From the one I have seen, um, yeah, the simple truths. Tell the truth. Uh, yep. There's... Uh, there's the, um, you know, I probably listened to too much Jordan Peterson to give a, yeah. a non, you know, super detailed report on it. Um, don't be a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> don't give in to pleasure don't give- <laughs> or you become a jackass. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, live sacrificially. It's great. It's so good. I mean, it's like the, the original author was not some like, he wasn't trying it didn't doesn't seem like he was trying to make a classic tale. Okay. It seemed like he was very witty, cynical, uh almost like a mad TV author. He had a satire magazine that he had started. He was a pro-democracy activist in Italy before they became a democracy. He was anti-monarchy, anti-hegemonic power, you know, he's just like a classic leftist, you know. Um and yet in the story uh, that I read, um, the second half especially is that classic story in its essence. And Disney took that and made it something mm-hmm. that you're saying. It's a story of right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And in, in fact, there's a scene at the beginning where um, the Blue Fairy is telling Pinocchio that with the help of your conscience, you will learn right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And Pinocchio holds his hands out and he goes, right and wrong? That's the theme of the story. Mm-hmm. What is right? What is wrong? You've told me he doesn't turn into a real boy. So what are they saying? I don't know. Okay. Why does this movie exist? I don't know. I can't shrug big enough. It's, I, it's I, as confusing as I am bald. <laughs> <laughs> look how bald I look right now. It's <laughs> shining. <laughs> I think that the only answer I can give is Disney <laughs> wants to make more money. Okay. Because like... The Lion King remake, you watch mm-hmm. that and you go, wow, they drained the soul out of this thing. Mm-hmm. Mulan, they tried to give added backstory that just falls flat mm-hmm. so bad. They, but they, in doing so, they rob Mulan's character of yeah, a lot of Yeah, have they done any of these right so far? Oh, the first one they ever did, Cinderella. Okay. With I don't the, think I watched it. It's okay. Okay. It's, it's, it's okay. okay. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. like my dad's favorite movie. You know, oh, he really? loves it. That's sweet. Yeah, he's watched it with my my daughter. Oh. You know, and it's it's cute. Oh, I gotta watch that one with Jane, huh? Totally. Okay. Yes, but like the way they did, um, man, what was what was a terrible one recently? What were some of the other ones they did? I mean, I'm, I mean, I don't know. The Lion King one has always rubbed me the wrong way because it's like, yeah, guys, they made a live action Lion King, and I go, that's an animated movie. About lions. They did that already. They, it's not yeah. live action. It's not live action. It's a cartoon still. All they did was do everything 
I think almost shot by shot the same. Yeah. Other than hire King and Michael Key, which hey, I love you. Just stop ruining movies. That's all I ask. <laughs> oh well, he's in this one too. He plays the fox. But see, that character is fine. You know, they get it fine. But here's the thing. This I is what I would I'm say. Saying a theme. Yeah. I think it's Keegan's fault. <laughs> I think it is. This is the the fundamental thing that I would say, and the reason why we as Christians we need to go. Why is this here? Now, Jesus told stories, and those stories had a purpose. Right, the purpose is given to us in Psalm 78, which is quoted in the New Testament as a fulfillment of parables. I will utter my word in a parable, right? Mm-hmm. Dark sayings of old. Jesus gave them parables in order to highlight truths about the kingdom of God, in order to shed light on the way our world operates, and how you ought to be and how you ought to see yourself, see God. You know, you're a prodigal son, God is a loving father. You are a lost sheep. God is a good shepherd who goes, uh, leaves the 99, finds the one. Um, a lot of stories are like that. The original Pinocchio is like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, here's right, here's wrong. Don't be stupid. Yeah. Grow up. This is how you become all that God wants you to be. Mm-hmm. The problem is with this one is they just reject that mm-hmm. altogether. Now, uh, there's been so much said about how it feels soulless. Tom Hanks is phoning in his uh, his, uh, oh, wow. his his performance. It's not doing well. It's not doing well, okay. critically. Well, That's good. for for darn sure. That's good. But I'm thinking of it from a Christian perspective. It doesn't have a reason to exist. It doesn't say anything to me. Okay, so let me just give a couple examples. Um, the scene in Pleasure Island, in the original cartoon... Pinocchio, Lampwick, and all of the other boys mm-hmm. um, are drinking beer. Lampwick? Sp- Lampwick. I don't remember, remember Lampwick. Guy? I'm Lampwick. Remember this guy? Oh, he drinks beer too. He's drinking beer. Is They're he the first s- one to turn into a jackass? Well, he's the one. He's a friend of Pinocchio, so you okay. see him up close. And he's the one okay. who says, what do I look like? A jackass. <laughs> right? Okay. Seared into my childhood yeah. memories. I can't unsee that yeah. stuff. It, it frightened me. I actually, actually don't know if I was able to watch this as a kid because <laughs> of scary. the bad words. Yeah, bad words. That's right. But hey, you can't say it's not true. And this is the problem is that when they go to Treasure Island in this one, uh, Pinocchio never makes a wrong choice. So he doesn't smash anything. He doesn't even take a drink of his... It's not beer in this one. Hmm. It's root beer. And they say oh, that wow. like 10 times. Just to so you know. Just so you know. Yeah. Kids... In this movie, yeah. they shouldn't be drinking beer. But it's like, that's no, the duh, point. that's the point. They're supposed to be drinking beer. Yeah. And that's supposed to be a warning. So they turn Pleasure Island from this like clear, hilarious, dangerous place where kids are drinking beer and turning into jackasses. And they're like, it's actually fun. Pleasure it's, place. It's, it's fun, but it pricks uh, Pinocchio's conscience, not because he's they're doing anything wrong, but because... His dad would feel strange about it. Strange. Yes. So, so he's like this uber um, sheltered yes. kid. He's a homeschool looking, kid. <laughs> homeschool kid. <laughs> no offense. Homeschool kid <laughs> looking at a group of hooligans. Public school kids. <laughs> going, my mom wouldn't want me to do this. It's so true. My mom wouldn't it's want exactly me right. to do this. Watching you. 
exactly. So you're you're not Zoinks. you're not saying something about morality. You're saying something about the kind of internal yeah. identity struggle of Pinocchio. Yeah, right. So that's one example. They Another, brought everything that should have been is internal, external in the old one, mm-hmm, which makes mm-hmm. it a story. Yeah, that you can watch. Yeah. and they brought it back in, and yeah. so it's this wrestling of the mind. Yeah, that's yeah. crap. Totally. I already mentioned the part with the 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 um his nose. Mm-hmm. So he lies on purpose in order to get his nose long enough <laughs> to get the key to unlock the cage. No. Not even joking. And then uh uh Jiminy Cricket says, Now, Pinocchio, was that a fib or was that a fib fib? And I'm watching this with my kids going Kids, <laughs> shut your ears. There's no such thing. Like lying is bad, actually. Please. Whoa. It's like this scene that's supposed to teach you that lying is wrong. Yeah. Now listen, we're grown-ups here. Adults can wrestle with that. Yeah. The ethics. Yeah. But please, my five-year-old, don't tell him that there's such thing as a fib that's not a fib. Mm-hmm. So that would be another one. Um yeah. just other things like they they add different characters in there to to like add backstory to it. But it's just weird. But let me just say, what takes the cake is at the very end, the very end, Pinocchio does not give his life for his dad. His dad is the one lying unconscious on the beach, not Pinocchio. So therefore, you've robbed the main character of his Mm self-sacrifice. Well, then when Geppetto wakes up and they hug and they go off, there's this ambiguous part where uh, you start to see Pinocchio turn into a little real boy like this much, and then it freeze frames. And Jiminy Cricket's voiceover says, some say that Pinocchio turned into a real boy. Did that really happen? All I know is, in his heart, he was a real boy. And I just said, I'm done. I'm out. Okay. It's a story about a... um Puppet? No, what do you call this? Puppet? Yeah, a marionette puppet. Marionette puppet. Who generally makes good decisions, other than he's uh, a fibber fabber, right? And he goes and witnesses some hooligan root beer drinking um, and some Jack eawing. And then his dad sacrifices his life for him. And Incidentally, he, and he does not like that intentional. And he doesn't learn this. anything. He doesn't really need to learn anything, right? Okay. And in fact, not only does he not le- need to learn much by the end, it, the reason big th- problem is that he's learned it along the way mm-hmm. in little ways. So there are these little moments strewn throughout the story where he's like, "Oh gosh, I'm sorry," and it's just like, "Oh, I don't think so. Hmm. Like that's dumb," because in the original, he's not apologizing at all. He's making stupid decision after stupid decision. Mm -hmm. And it's only at the end that he becomes a real boy. Yeah. This one, he's like almost slowly becoming Mm. real. And it's just like, no. So it's clear we got some like classic modern Cartesian dualism. Yes. Between body and soul where this puppet can become a real boy in in his heart. In here. And not change anything and not actually become a human being that yes. he is, but in a relationship with a father and his son, mm-hmm. not a puppet maker and yeah. a puppet. Imagine the tin man who really wants a heart didn't get one. 
But instead, it said, he always had a heart in his heart. <laughs> like, that's yeah. how stupid this is. Or imagine uh, Lord of the Rings. The entire movie, you're like, we got to destroy this ring. And at the end, it was like, we didn't really need to because we did it in our hearts. It's like that. You've taken the plot of the movie, become real boy, mm -hmm. and you have internalized it, psychologized, yeah. psych psychologized it mm -hmm. instead of showing We it. destroyed the ring of power in my heart. So it's, it's like individualistic too. It's not yeah. even like a thing we did. Because the story of Pinocchio isn't about one boy. It's about young kids. Yes. Don't be a jackass by pursuing pleasure. Give your life and become a real person. Yes. Grow up. Yeah. So now it's a story of one doll finding that he's always had a heart. Finding so, that he's kind of fine the way he is. He so just what, do you, what is like, this teaching our kids? I think what it like teaches... What's the, what's the message they're trying to say and what are kids actually receiving from it? Honestly, it is a bald-faced worldly philosophy that says uh, as long as you believe in it and hold it dear in your heart and you understand why you're doing it, then it's permissible. And who is anyone else to tell you that objectively that is right or wrong? It's very much, you can almost see the filmmakers, the storytellers rejecting morality as a category. They're throwing off the shackles of these old... Which isn't surprising. It's not surprising, but I guess the reason why it feels so infuriating is because I have this reference mm -hmm. of the old one and the book yeah. and the scripture, mm -hmm. the word of God. Like I, I understand a movie that wrestles with the gray area. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. But that's not what a fairy tale does. Mm -hmm. A fairy tale tells a specific kind of story. Okay, so I, I pulled up some quotes. C.S. Lewis wrote an article about fairy tales, and he says, I wrote fairy tales, and he's talking about Narnia, I wrote fairy tales because the fairy tale seems the ideal form for the stuff I had to say. And the name of his article is, quote, Sometimes fairy stories may say best what is to be said. Yeah, some people say, I don't know where this is from, that stories and um, fairy tales are more real than life. They are black and white truths. Yeah. Right? They, they personify or epitomize truths. Like, we know from the Word of God that telling the truth is good Lying is bad. It's one of the Ten Commandments. Well, let's tell a story about it. Mm -hmm. Let's tell a story yeah. where a wooden boy who lies grows his nose and who tells the truth becomes a real boy, right? So you're, you're, you're packaging this principle, this black and white teaching yeah. into story yeah. for a kid to watch and go, okay, and learn a lesson. Some stories, I guess, aren't like that, but this one clearly is. It's not about Pinocchio. It's about childhood it's about growing up yes so taking it and making it and a story about one it's like it's not a documentary about this puppet yes you know? yeah it's like, not what you're trying that's to exactly say. right it, that's a really good way to put it because uh there's nothing wrong with a character wrestling with the gray area his motives and but that's i'm what i'm saying is that's a different kind of story yeah this is a fairy tale yeah this has a clear purpose it exists for this reason at disney make a new movie at Disney, stop, stop! You it. already made turning red. It's so yes. Don't it's make this. It's kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. So 
That's how I'm watching Pinocchio 2022. I'm wondering Christian. if I should watch it. I, I will, though. Honestly, I think that for every, especially for every parent, but really for every Christian, it is worth watching for this reason. Okay. To see, just kind of see, okay, what, why does this movie exist? What is it trying to do? And does it do it? And do I like what it's doing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I'm not afraid to watch something that's total crap, you know? If it's, especially if it's, um, has this crazy agenda or whatever, I'm going to, I don't, yeah. it's not like it's going to convince me by any means, you know? So I'm going to watch it and I'm going to come up with my own opinion on it. And uh, <clears throat> we'll see. <laughs> We'll I mean, see. I'm not excited to watch it. That's no. kind of a bummer, but um, I'm going to watch it. It's good. Here we go. Okay. In the comments, did you watch it? I want to actually know because this really got me in my, it poked me deeply. It's true. He, he, uh, <laughs> he messaged our staff slack in all caps, like eight things in a row. And we thought he was dying. I mean, it was an emergency. I was angry. Yeah. I'm still angry. So what did you think about it? Do you see these things? Do you disagree or do you agree? Uh, We'd love to engage in the comments. But this has been another episode of How to Watch a Movie as a Christian. We are Pacific Parable, and we'll see you at church.